Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Tuesday afternoon and it's Liberty National, the first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And Chris Stroud is here sitting at number 94. 93 or 4, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. And that's... I'm really happy with that compared to what happened to me this year. I mm-hmm. had four different injuries yeah. that probably would have taken anybody out. But luckily, I had a guy this year that I took, he took care of my body. And I mean, I ripped my shoulder in the fall. I couldn't play anything in the fall. Mm-hmm. Had to kept, keep withdrawing from tournaments. Got back out in January. Had two or three quick top tens. Yeah, and West then, Coast was great for you. Yeah, I, had, I got off to a great start. I was ready to roll. And then I, I needed to have sinus surgery, um, and I, it was the worst mistake of my life. I, it put me down for a month. I had a loss of my strength and came back really weak. It took me three or four weeks just to f- play decent, like just to swing the club. So Yeah, because I spoke to you after that, and you had said that you can sleep. It was like sleep deprivation. It literally, it was torture. It was six days of no sleep. The pain wasn't bad at all, but I did it um, proactively just to take I didn't want to – I still kept having sinus infections, and I okay. didn't want to have – turn in what they call polyps, which is a really big condition – and I didn't want to have that happen. It kind of runs in my family. And I tell you what, I don't wish it on anybody. It's the worst surgery I've ever had to do. But that was a tough thing. I went through about a month. Got back out here, had another time, almost one Punta Cana, mm-hmm. finished second. And then um, then my knee started flaring up on me. I had my right, I still have it today. I had this cyst that I had to get drained oh. um, about two months ago, three months ago. And it went down. And then literally this last week, it flared back up. Oh so my gosh! It has been a crazy year. Well, for if you, yeah, if you look at all of those things and the fact that you're pretty close to being in the top seventy that's in right. the playoffs, that's unbelievable. Yeah, if you, I think if you give me a few more, like just four or five more starts with where I was healthy instead mm-hmm. of having to deal with something, I think I would have played much better and possibly won or you know be in the top fifty or sixty right now with a chance to go to East Lake. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So how is the game? Let's talk about the, the state of the game right now because from what I've seen, it's all trending in the right direction it's, for sure. That's perfectly said. Um, I'd say I'm trending in the right direction. I've uh, been playing very nicely. I uh, did make the cut last week, even though I hit the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Just did not putt well. Um, greens are really, really fast. And I came from the last two weeks, it was John Deere and then Reno. And just that huge change from West Coast to East Coast, losing all that time and getting to Greensboro. And greens were a foot and a half faster. I don't know. I just I never adjusted. I just didn't make any putts. Yeah. And Those, I was there last week. Those uh, greens were so fast. Some of the fastest After of the year. After all the rain yeah. as well. Yeah, some of the fastest of the year. Um, but, you know, to be honest, I I was focused on getting my body healthy, okay. get to this week, prepare for this week, um, and, you know, just be ready because I'm, I'm playing well. The swing is great. My coach mm-hmm. came down last week, t- Tuesday, and worked with me all week just to tighten up the swing a little bit. Came out here Sunday. Um, played the t- I was the first person on the golf course, 12 o'clock. 11, actually, 11.30, I teed off. I think a little earlier than I was supposed to, but I teed <laughs> off. Nobody was out here. It was like six guys hitting balls, and then my caddy and I played all 18 in about three hours. Golf course is in incredible shape. Mm-hmm. I haven't played here since 2013, I believe. I think I've played both of them, 13 and 9. Um, so it's been a while. I've still yeah. got my old yardage book and all that, but came out here, played well, hit the ball really nicely. Um, fairways are pretty soft. Greens are pretty soft right now, but I'm sure they're just protecting. Yeah. But it's time to get hot. Okay. 
couldn't put it better. Yeah, yeah. So you talk about, you know, good finishes this year. Uh, waste management, top 10. Yep. John Deere, yep. top 10. What is it about those weeks? So if you were to look back on the four rounds of, as a whole, what is it about your game in those weeks that's getting you those finishes? The weeks that I finished really well. I think Pebble, I finished 10th. I made like a 10-foot on the last hole for birdie on 18 to finish 10th. I, I made... I finished seventh at Scottsdale. Uh-huh. I finished second at Punta Cana. I finished T4, I think, John Deere. Really putting. That's all it is. Okay. I've been putting very well this year, uh, very consistently. And ball striking has been pretty consistent all the way through. I really haven't driven the ball that well, but I think we've been working on this for a while. We built a really good driver, and now it's just been time for me to try to adjust to the driver and I'm feeling pretty good. So this week you have to hit driver. I mean, there's so many, it's long. Um, You've got to hit drivers and uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I drove the ball really well in the practice round. And for me, if I get the ball in the fairway, I'm going to have a chance to win. So when you say you built this driver and it took you a while to get it, what were the components that were the most challenging to put together? For me, Callaway came up with this beautiful epic flash head this year and they were all really upright for me and closed. And I needed, I kept hitting the ball left and fighting left and I don't like to hit the ball left. I like to hit the ball. I like to hit a draw, but I don't want to hit it, see it going left when mm-hmm. I miss it. So we just, we tried something really crazy. We went really flat, really open, and yeah. it worked. Wow. And once I got that, I was like, okay, this driver's really good. Now it's about, we've got the equipment. Now we've got to get the swing right. Mm-hmm. And it took me a few weeks. I mean, I was grinding. I missed a bunch of cuts in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, I wasn't playing bad, playing poorly. I was just missing cuts by one or two and three. And I was right there. Um, just not hitting the ball in the fairway, not getting the ball close to the hole, and then all of a sudden you shoot 71 or two, mm-hmm. and then you're missing the cut by one or two. There's just so many good players out here. So I knew I had to be patient, keep working on what I'm doing, do my drills, and then sure enough, came out and played awesome at John Deere. Could have won the tournament, had a chance the last few holes. Um, and then uh, went to Reno, played great. All I needed was two eagles. It yeah. sounds crazy, but that golf course, there's a lot of eagle chances. Mm-hmm. And I had a few chances on Saturday, Sunday. If I had two eagles... Because I had, I think I was fifth in birdies. I had plenty of birdies. Mm-hmm. I just needed two eagles for 10 points to get me up there. I think I finished with 33 points and 40, 43 would have been like second or third place. Mm-hmm. So I was right there. And if anyone knows it's you because you've won there before. Love that place. <laughs> it's a great golf tournament for that format. A uh-huh. lot of risk reward holes and they make a par four really drivable. It's a tough little tight hole. And then they have a couple of really cool tee shots and then some awesome par fives, mm-hmm. especially 18. So you say it's the putting that's been the game changer. I just saw you out on the putting green there. So what kind of things are you working on? What drills I are you doing? I do the same drills literally every day. Really? Um, I do a 30-20-10 drill, which is 33 footers in a row, the same putt. And I'd make my caddy, we have a mirror, he lines up every putt and it's just, it's literally just numbers, just 33 putts, a three, uh, three footers in a row. Then I do the same thing on a five-footer. Typically, three-footer will be straight up the hill. Mm-hmm. Five-footer will be left to right or right to left. And then I'll switch to eight-footers with no mirror, no help. Okay. So the eight-footer is like my pressure putt. Right. So I have to make 10 in a row. So I've got 30 three-footers, 25-footers in a row, and then 10 eight-footers in a row. And if I'm making those, I'm putting well. And if you miss one, do you have to go back and Only start it all again? in that section. So if I miss a, one of the three-footers, I've got to start over the yeah. three-footers. But if once you're done, you're done with the three-footers. Okay. Move to the five, move to the eight. It would be too difficult if yeah. you to start all over. <laughs> so 30, 20, 10. And then I do a lot of lag putting and, and different drills for this week. This These greens are there's small sections. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of up and overs. There's a lot of up and flats. And then you can hit some good shots and fall off in these little troughs on the side of the green. So there's a lot of options. To me, the guy that wins this week is the guy that is putting it in the right spots, 
in a short game because you can hit a lot of good shots and be just off and you're like oh my gosh it shouldn't yeah. be there you, the guy that has a lot of touch around the greens maybe some options like hybrid or putting from the fringe because the green the fringes are really soft okay or just somebody that's just chipping really well that misses a few greens because you can be two three four under on this hard golf course and then hit a really good nine eight seven iron mm-hmm. to a tucked pin and all of a sudden you're 20 feet from the hole but you can't get it inside 10 feet Gosh. so the guy that gets that up and down okay. is going to keep the momentum so this week for me especially it's about getting the right zones of the green if you can um, and then when you get there if you do, if you don't get there because sometimes you can't get to some pins mm-hmm. you're going to have a lot of 20 and 30 footers up and over these ridges and side hill and it's the guy that really has good feel this week for those big weird putts is the guy that's going to do really well. Do you and your caddy map out the zones of the greens then? Exactly. Okay, exactly. so like in I your yardage it. book, you're like looking at that and exactly. you're marking out the... Yeah, 2013 zone. when I came here, I have my yardage book. Um, here, I'll show you right now. Oh. I've got it right here. And I've got all the zones ah, so from you 13. Keep, right. And so you can look on this green right here. It shows you. I'll have X where it's absolute do not go there. Okay. Like this is a really hard par, right? Or easy bogey. But... Like if the pin is here, you can hit it all the way back in this diamond, this V or A, whatever you want to call it, and it'll come all the way back. Or you also know from these zones that the angle of it, so that's going to be straight uphill. Uh. And we'll use the putting, uh, we have putting books too, the green books. But this pin is the opposite. This pin, you want to be pin higher past to putt back up the hill this way. Right. So, you know, uh. it's just, it's simple stuff. A lot of guys have these kind of notes, but this one is a perfect example here too. From the fairway, this looks flat, so you're thinking, okay, I'm just going to go right at this. But mm-hmm. there's a huge mound that goes straight away. You and can't you've written high. <laughs> yes, high, high, and so it kicks away from you. Right. So if you go at this pin and you land a little long, you could kick up oh. and over. Mm-hmm. So on this zone, I'm like, okay, I can aim five, six feet left and have this whole opening and keep it below the hole and have a 15-footer up the hill. Gosh. So it's just a, you know, depending on your yardage and if you want to go get attack a pin. Yeah. It's just a great I'll way. I'll take a picture of that so yeah, that I can. Absolutely. <laughs> so that everyone else can see what we're talking about. So it's just, you know, it's one of those courses where your second shot has to be in the right zone. If not, you mm-hmm. better really be on your game with your putting. Gosh, yeah. that's amazing. Do you like the course? I think it's great. Um, I I think it's hard. I have to look like this week starting Thursday. I'll probably tonight or tomorrow night. I'll look. At the, I'll Google the past champion winners numbers, yeah. and I'll look at top ten. Like, what was the number to win? What was the number to finish top five, number to finish top ten? And I'll have that number in my mind all okay. week because typically, unless we have some crazy weather, which I think we're going to be fine, we won't, um, the numbers are always about the same. So mm-hmm. if you can find a way to get there, no matter how well you're hitting it or how well you're putting or how poorly you're doing something, if you can find a way to get to that number or those numbers, you will typically finish in those spots. Do you do that every week? Look at the past champions and their numbers? Every week. Right. Yep. It's, uh, it's a big deal. Now... You know, it's good. I think it's, there's two things. There's, it's good to have a number in your head when you tee off. Like Mm -hmm. for me, uh, like if I go off Thursday, um, let's say the number is 12 under to win the tournament. Well, three under a day is going to be really good. Right. Typically, most guys don't go three under, three under, three under, three under, right? So the days you're playing well, let's go see if we can get six. You double it up. And then one day, if you shoot on a hard day, shoot even, you're right there still. So it's just a good way to keep your mind in a good spot. Because at the end of the day, you're fighting yourself in the golf course, That's nobody it. else. And do you do that for the playoff events where you're calculating the points and the finishes that you need to have to be able to move so up? I don't worry about that so much. I know, I know for a fact this week, well, not yet, but I'll, I'll find out tonight. But 
you know, I probably need to advance to the next one, being 93rd or 4th, wherever I'm at. I probably have to finish in the top 10, yeah. maybe better, top 7. And so I'll find that out too, exactly okay. where I need to be to make sure, okay, if we're coming down the stretch and we're in 12th mm -hmm. place and I need a birdie on 17 and 18, I'm going to be aggressive you have to. because it's uh, 2010 or 11, I forgot what year it was, I was coming down the stretch TPC Boston and they had the projected number on there and I was going to I was projected 71 or 2 oh. to advance to Chicago. <laughs> and I came down 17, I had like a 15 footer, I left it short. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So par five, last hole 18. I'm like, we got to make a birdie or an eagle. Uh -huh. We get up there. I uh, bombed a drive down the middle. I had a hybrid. The hybrid I still have in my bag today. And I hit one of the greatest hybrid shots under, under the gun I've ever hit. Okay. I lift out a double eagle. Oh. And I made a five footer for eagle to get into the Conway Farms for oh, the first time. Wow. So you got to know those things. And the scoreboard sometimes can help you and sometimes it can't. But they do. I love that they put the projected number up there, so you do know where you where you stand. It's funny because I was talking to Landry about that earlier. How about Landry last week? Yeah, he. I know, unreal. Yeah. And that's what he said. He's like, I want to know all the time. Absolutely. I would like to see that number on every hole. Absolutely. Because I just want to see where I am and what I have to do. And no, it's he huge. thought he had to birdie 18, par 18, and was like, oh well, you know, I just need to. I need to make this par putt for no, money. No, it's, it's huge. I mean, I, then, I, I tell you. A, a, a story in the other direction, Jason Kokrak, one of my good friends out here, was about to win the Tampa tournament this year. Yes, I was and there. And Paul Casey was behind him. Mm -hmm. Well, Jason hits it 30, 40 feet on the front edge fringe. He's got like 30, 40 feet. He's looking at the board and it's still showing Paul Casey one shot ahead of him. Ah. They didn't change it. I'm like griping at the TV going, you got to be kidding me. Change that board. He doesn't know that he's tied for the lead now. Not that it may have changed anything. But, and I love Paul Casey too. Paul mm -hmm. Casey played great. But Paul Casey made a bogey on 17, mm -hmm. which tied them up. And Kokrak had a 35-footer to, first of all, win the tournament yeah. outright or be, be in the lead by one. And I think if you tell Kokrak, hey, you two putt, you're probably going to win this tournament. You mm -hmm. have a good chance. And he kind of, you know, I think he was just being passive, thinking... <sighs> You know what I mean? So it to me, it made me, it, I was frustrated. I was like, I can't believe they didn't change that board, right? Mm -hmm. And then after he tapped out, they changed the board. So I was kind of frustrated about that. But yeah. anyway, um, okay. those those kind of things you want to you know. And so I, I'm the same way. I want to know where I'm at. I mean, not necessarily maybe the front nine, but the last few holes coming down the stretch, you want to know where you're at. Let's talk about the stretch. What's your favorite hole? Out here? In the kind of closing, say from 15 to 18. I mean, I think each hole has its own special thing i mean there's some incredible holes out here but just specifically on the back nine 18 might be the most picturesque golf course or finishing hole anywhere in golf mm -hmm. it's it's up there with pebble 18. um i think that i mean that's just a beautiful par four um whatever that little i love that little short 130 yard par three yeah. 15, 14 13? 14 15 13. Yeah. what a little short par four uh par three that's amazing Par fives are awesome on the back nine. They're both reachable. Um, I think it's, fifth, let's see, 13 I think is the par five, 14 is the par three. Yeah, it's like 150 yards, the par yeah, three. Yeah, it's awesome little hole. And it's, I mean, it's dicey. You've got to hit a really good shot. Mm -hmm. There's no bailout. Um, those are great finishing holes. 16, I believe 16 or 15 is just that monster par four. And then, uh, let's see, 16 is a par three, I believe. No, no, fifth, I'm trying to think. 17's a par three. 17's a par three, and then 16's that really long par four. <coughs> Those are just really big. You know, you gotta just 
you got to just hit some good shots. Yeah. There's no, um, you're not going to see huge swings there. You're going to see, I think, 13, the par five guys are going to be making birdies and eagles, and some guys are going to be hitting the water making bogey. Uh -huh. And then the next hole, that par three, some guys are going to be hitting three feet making birdie, and some guys are going to be missing the green making bogey. Those two are big swing holes. And those next two or three holes, 15, 16, 17, I think are just, you know, if you're in the lead, hit some great shots to really put the pressure on people. And if you don't, it's really not a not holes where people can really make a big move. Mm -hmm. 18, I think, is a hole where you come come down the stretch, just absolute phenomenal finishing hole, beautiful. All the stands, all the back new uh, Manhattan in the background. And you hit two great shots. For me, from the tip, it's like driver five iron. Uh -huh, okay. um, unless it gets firmer this week because it's really soft. Two great shots, and you've got a chance to make you know, a 20 footer for birdies. So Good. there's some great finishing holes. Uh, 18, I think, is by far the prettiest for sure. I'm excited to yeah, see it. And I'm excited to see you hit this new driver I as well. Wait. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I'm really happy with it. I've been driving the ball. I started driving the ball really well last week. I knew I was close. And we looked at some kind of tweaks some things in the swing mm -hmm. and feeling pretty good. Gosh, excellent. Chris, thank you so much. Thank As you. always, such a great insight into your mind thank and the you. game and all the best this week. Thank you, Diane. Sports Social Podcast Network.